Hey kids and prototypes, this is Minutes of Madness. I'm mad, I'm mad, I'm really mad. Today's program is Bacteria Blabs Some More. But first, two words and six letters from our sponsor, that's me, and they are Google Mad Joy, M-A-D-J-O-Y. And now back to today's program, Bacteria Blabs Some More. Blabbing for bacteria today is our guest, Ms. E. Coli. Ms. Coli, will you please tell our listeners what bacteria secrets you would like to share with us today? First, I'd like to say thank you. Thank you for being brave enough to let the voice of this grossly misrepresented life form be heard. Oh, oh, Ms. Coli, we have this news flash just in, and I'd wonder if you'd like to comment. The headline, the Ansions are coming, the Ansions are here. Please comment for our listeners. Well, the Ansions are the animal cyborg android people who have learned from long experience that all existence is a complex, chaotic, integrated process of continual change. Nothing is permanent, nothing is unchanging. Bad science led primates to think there was an existence that was unchanging. They thought the stars were unchanging, so they thought there was an unchanging place among the stars in the heavens. They were wrong. Primates know now that the stars, the whole universe, is a roiling pot of continual change. The evidence supporting the idea that there is an unchanging existence has been completely discredited and continuing to cling to the belief there is an unchanging existence can only be classed as a comforting fantasy. In fact, what is known now is all existence is change. And because existence is a chaotic, complex, integrated process of change, and science can see that all life forms are partners in change, in evolution. They therefore recognize that all life forms deserve to be respected, shared with, and played with too as co-partners in evolution. Do Ansions think primates can in any way survive death? Primates can't survive existence, let alone death. Primates are always changing. They are never themselves, even one moment to the next. There is no thing that can survive existence, because existence is continual change. Each animal is an unique wave phenomena 
in a unique space-time matter energy field. When that unique moment passes, the unique wave phenomenon dies out. The animal dies. The unique moment supporting their existence is no more. They are no more. Do Ancients believe in any god? Do you mean would Ancients follow any animal, cyborg, or android that claimed it had a god's phone number? Primates who think they have a god's phone number are talking to themselves. A god, by definition, is immortal and therefore in some way unchanging. But because existence is change, and science know that there is nothing in existence that is unchanging, that can be a god. They therefore know no life form in existence can be a god's best friend, a fallen god, a god on layaway, a god in waiting, a chip off a god block, or can tune into a god channel. Furthermore, and science think it is intellectually infantile to posit a god that needs taking notice of, or it gets angry. Only ignorant and fearful primates projecting themselves out into an unknown universe would make up such a god to comfort themselves and calm their fears. It should be obvious, even to primates, that if some entity needs primates, those way too puny, insignificant, and ephemeral animals, bacteria rule, to pay attention to it and follow it, it could not possibly be a god. It has got to be some Stargate gold that has been deceiving you primates and telling you to do weird things to entertain itself. What is your gaul god doing for you primates? Anyway, what's your situation? You have to be as ignorant as, well, a primate, not to see your gaul god is running an experiment in overpopulation. Primates are now locust, living with continuous planetary war due to resource shortages, continuous threats of epidemic disease due to stressed habitats, and global warming due to excessive resource exploitation with ensuing flood, drought, famine, starvation, and death unto mass extinction. You can thank your be fruitful and multiply like a locust gold god for all that. And science know not any life forms, animal, cyborg, or android is any kith or kin to or can tune into a god in this chaotic, complex, integrated process of continual change which is existence. So, and science, trust in each other and let any gods take care of themselves in whatever not-existence they might inhabit.
What about the problem of evil? Evil is the name primates give to their own ignorance. And ignorance they often would rather maintain than examine and change their own beliefs or behaviors. For example, primates would rather say Adolf Hitler was evil and some primates were on the receiving end of a god's inexplicable abandonment to savage violence rather than admit they were animals and not a god's best friend and look for an explanation in terms of animal behavior. For instance, an explanation could be that the totalitarian militaristic policies of Frederick the Great of Prussia, the 18th century primate who united most of Germany by military force, led eventually to the Jewish Holocaust of World War II in the 20th century. Frederick wanted a nation of soldiers, not citizens. He initiated and spread child-rearing norms to turn out good soldiers. Those norms became enshrined in the German child-rearing manuals of the 19th century. Those instructions included, never hug or touch your child with affection. Reprimand any show of emotion by your child as weakness. Only touch your child if you intend to beat it. Animals never shown affection and who are routinely beaten turn into sociopaths. These policies were recommended for generations. Hitler and a whole nation of people were abused of children. As even most primates have figured out, the abused become the abuser. Whether an individual abused child grows into an abuser of other children, or a nation of abused become ripe to tolerate institutionalized abuse when stressed by economic circumstances and that the abused become the abuser applies to the Jews who suffered such intense and prolonged abuse in World War II. They were abused, and because they clung to their God and evil explanation, instead of finding an explanation in animal behavior, they have inevitably become abusers too of the Palestinians, and the Palestinians suffering from abuse have become abusers too of each other. Maybe the Germans should take their statue of Frederick the Great out of the Uterlinden and put it smack dab in the middle of the Holocaust Memorial in Berlin to remind primates that they are animals and abuse begets abuse. It is not a god that causes boils, but bacteria. It is not a god that causes primates to steal each other's cattle.
all. It is scarce resources due to climate change, overpopulation, or some other scientifically identifiable cause. Evil is the name primates give to their own ignorance of themselves and their environment. Clinging to evil as an explanation is an animal clinging to stupidity. Ms. Coli, can you sum up Ansign Beliefs in a nutshell for our listeners? I can recite the Ansign Creed for you, which starts with either, I'm an animal and proud of it, or I'm a cyborg and proud of it. You see plenty of cyborgs around today, don't you? Talking to themselves over the lettuce in the grocery store? Or laying wreaths at veterans' memorials? Or trying to enter athletic competitions and being discriminated against? If cyborgs are the fastest, why shouldn't they be allowed to prove it? Or haven't primates learned anything from past discrimination against those perceived as different. If the ensign is an android, they say, I'm an android and proud of it. Androids are coming sooner than you think to a neighborhood near you and will give the cyborgs a run for their money when the time comes. But wait, Ms. Coli, you are not an animal. And science use animal in the broader sense to indicate a pre-industrial life form, whether animal, vegetable, or mineral. While cyborgs and androids are post-industrial life forms, and science embrace all life forms, both pre- and post-industrial, as deserving equal respect and value as partners in evolution. And I'd like to remind your listeners that primates are definitely not the end-all and be-all of evolution. They are just another temporary rider on the evolutionary wave. So the ensign creed for me is, I'm an animal and proud of it. I'm an ensign and proud of it. I'm here to learn from all respectfully. I am here to share with all fairly. I am here to play with all joyfully. When I die, I will be no more. Justice, forgiveness, reward, and rapture now or never. Every Thing changes. I am changing now towards the best for all. That's the ensign creed. Any life form can transform into an ensign. The only requirement for being an ensign is to live by those principles. And primates should understand that when the ensign greed says to respect, be fair to, and play with all, it does not childishly mean just your own species, but every form of life and every bit of existence. If any primate thinks 
animals don't suffer, they must have forgotten their animals, not God's, and they suffer. They need to be reminded that what primate animals can feel, other animals can feel too, to some degree. And any degree of suffering is too much to ask without trying to mitigate the pain inflicted. No more giving your life for science and getting sentenced for the duration to Abu Ghraib to boot, even if it is in beautiful downtown Oxford. All life forms are here to learn from all respectfully, not caring for the experience of any life form in your care is not respectful. Thank you for that information about and science, but what bacteria secret did you want to share with us today? The Ansigns are coming. The Ansigns are here. It's the very secret that I am blabbing. Primates are already extinct. They just don't know it yet. Primates can't fathom their own death, let alone their own extinction, and they refuse to register any fact that refutes their comforting but intellectually infantile fairy tale belief that they are the center and purpose of this universe. Primates refuse to acknowledge the ecological train wreck of global warming caused by overpopulation barely in their way. They still keep reproducing like rabbits. Adult primates without access to birth control have at least some kind of an excuse. But any primate with access to birth control, and especially those star-studded jet-setters whose children are going to use 10,000 times the resources of any child now starving in the desert, jungle, or city, have no excuse but narcissism. Surprise, surprise, seven billion primates are not green when you can't see the forest for the primates because they have cut it all down anyway to make toothpicks for themselves. And they did not intend to share even one of those toothpicks with any other life form that they have displaced. Primates are resource hogs, and seven billion primates is a plague of locusts on the face of the planet. The permafrost is melting, the permafrost is melting. That's most of Canada and Russia, which will burp 10 trillion tons of CO2 in the form of methane gas into the planet's atmosphere. There is nothing primates can do now to stop that. They don't have the refrigerators to refreeze Canada and Russia. Here's a bacteria riddle. Which single primate deserves most thanks for causing global warming? The Pope! Be fruitful and multiply without regard to ecological consequences is the philosophy of a locust or an ignorant savage. If you live like a locust, you die like a locust in a population crash. That's Armageddon without the fairy tale white knight God rescue. Instead, all the animals just die. Lots go extinct, 
some evolve, but no one is saved and no one stays the same. Oh, and here's another bacteria riddle for you. What do animals eat when there is nothing left to eat? Do you have any advice for how primates might deal with the looming ecological disaster they have created for themselves by overpopulating this planet? Have fun, not kids, unless you want to watch a children starve. Primates are animals, not gods. They have overpopulated this planet like locusts, causing global warming. I know some primates would like to put themselves in reverse, but we are afraid this roller coaster has left the platform. There is no getting off this ride for anyone. There is only evolution or extinction ahead for all of us. And no one evolves without going extinct too. But Ms. Coli, isn't there something we should be doing? The only question for primates is how many miles do you want to take along on this roller coaster ride? And how many do you want to keep adding as you plunge into climatic chaos? Primates can stop all infertility treatments. If you can't reproduce on your own, you are not a god. You are an animal that has not evolved to reproduce in this ever-changing multiverse. Direct your energies elsewhere. Primates can support research and development of reusable male and female condoms, not many drugstores in the jungle or desert. They can support free condoms for all reproductive adults, no matter their location or their social age. So, dear primates, have fun, not kids. Seize the evolutionary wave of your own lives, learning, sharing, and playing with all now. Getting justice, forgiveness, reward, and rapture now or never. The insides are coming to take your place because there are only two choices in any multiverse, evolution or extinction. Remember, sustainability is not an option. It is a scientific impossibility. Flexibility would be a better strategy to adopt, but primates have chosen extinction for themselves and a whole lot of others. Time, tide, and evolution wait for no animal. Have fun, not kids. Well, thank you, Ms. Coli, and listeners, may the bacteria be with you. This is the end of another beginning, the beginning of another end. Google Mad Joy, M-A-D-J-O-Y. This is the end of these minutes of madness. Stevens MJ, 2008.